Can Welcome we back to the podcast. Dakota's Whoa. talking. Whoa, what were you saying? Sorry. I Are you good? Know. Yep. Sorry. Welcome back to the Compound Podcast. This is episode 81, and yes. we're presented by Parse Rum. We are presented by Parse Rum. We love Parse. You love Parse. Rum. Rum. Wow. I didn't, know, I didn't know if he wanted us to say it or what he was doing. Dakota hasn't won one of those in a long time. Oh, you know, I saw it. I'm, I, I got the game on. I just saw an ad for Butcher Box. Remember that one time we did Butcher Box before the Super Bowl? No free I, ads, but we did it I, one time. Literally thought you were gonna say Parse Rum, and I was gonna be like, "No way!" That I would have, I would have shit. They need to get some TV ads. That it did. Uh, Butcher Box did save my life um, in the big Austin freeze when grocery stores were closed. But that's beside the point because they're not Parse Rum. We love Parse. Yes, yes. Rum did it. I, w- I wonder it. if any of the uh, any of the guys are drinking Parse after they hit homers or something. They should be. I love that Jock's still using Rizzo's bat. Why wouldn't you? So Jock was using Rizzo's bat against righties, but then he was using KB's bat against lefties. So safe to say Jock is going back to wherever one of those two are playing next year. Yeah. So I got a text from Louisville, and they said, hey, man, your bats are ready. This was two days ago. Or three days ago, because I had three bats that never got delivered. That because like I ordered bats maybe three weeks left in the season, two weeks left in the season because I was running out. So I had three or six 34s that never made it. So I they were like, Hey, we got your bats. Like, where do you want them? And so I texted Danny Mueller, clubhouse extraordinaire with the Cubbies, and was like, Hey, why don't we send these to Jock? So we had it was when the other series was going on. So as soon as, uh, as soon as they knew where they were playing, they overnighted them to uh, Atlanta. So Jock had the sticks. He hasn't used one. Yet, I was going to say, he is does he have? He hasn't used one yet, and he's raking. So I doubt that he will. But you never know with him. So he does have three fresh weapons just in case. I could see him easily going. Say he's zero for three, fourth AB. Let's bring out the hat bat. I know. I've seen it before. He's not afraid to just switch it up. He's not afraid to do anything. Have you seen his hair? Have you seen he's wearing pearls around pearls. his neck? He's a beautiful man. Pearls. It's so funny, though. Like, pearls. They should toss in. Tom should toss in a few of his pregame outfits, too, that he's been wearing. They're, his style is impeccable. Nobody dresses quite like Jock in the, uh, the sweatsuit to the field is just an amazing move. Dakota, could you imagine doing that? Like what he's like, what he's wearing and like his whole outfit. Yes. I think it's hilarious. though. Like I think it's, it's awesome. I love it. Cause I feel like it's not like, it's not over the top. You know what I mean? Right. Like disrespectful or anything like douchey, whatever. But like, I think it's fucking and it's honestly, so cool. And honestly that it's the playoffs. You're allowed to do anything because you're like, oh, no, yeah. this is, this is getting the boys right. Like we can exactly. do whatever. It's also exactly. so fitting for him. Like, it's just, it's not different than anything he does during the season. It's just, that's just who he is all the time. It's just highlighted in the playoffs. That's awesome. Um, I think, 
So speaking of the playoffs, though, so we're about to watch the uh, Red Sox versus Titans. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, but like, I don't know. There's something just whenever it, the postseason's going on, and you can see it's kind of cold at the stadium. It's just like, yep, this is right. Like guys are wearing like the hoodies, and I'm just like, yep, that's it. I this, I just realized today, and I mean, it, it's it's October what twenty eighteenth. And it's still like in the fifties or sixties. It's still pretty warm. They nice, need some cold weather. Cold I need, night. I need, I need the over the head things. Like the, I just remember like Jimmy Rollins, like the Phillies. I feel like I remember always wearing those. It, I need that stuff. Not like the new, like nice ones, like a mask. Basically, like these things comfy. Like I want you looking like an idiot, but your ears are warm. The uh, it looks like it's a little bit chilly in Boston tonight because everybody's wearing long sleeves. But the they have really lucked out with the weather. Like it's been very nice, and they have Houston and Atlanta and LA. So it's really the only cold spot is Boston right now. Uh, but I feel like the easy team to root for that's left. Like, say you're just a a fan of the game. Like, I feel like the Braves are easily the like funnest. Team I, I was for. hoping. I was really hoping you were saying Braves, and I, I thought you were going to say Red Sox, and I was like, "Oh, stop!" I grew up a Yankees fan. Not ever in my entire life will I root for the Red Sox, and not ever in my entire life will I root for the Astros. The Dodgers are Braves, mean, but I lost, choose Braves. They lost half of their team. It felt like, and they're just I, up two games. People, two games. people forget that their best player hasn't played all season. A top Literally. five, top ten player in all of baseball. It, it's a. Uh, it's amazing they completely rebuilt their outfit at the trade deadline. And I saw Jimmy, uh, John Boy, was talking about it. They were The boys were talking about it on their show about, like, they traded for Eddie Rosario for they, – they, they gave up Pablo Sandoval, and then the Indians released him. It's like they, they didn't give up anything to get these guys. Adam Duvall was tied for the league leading RBIs. I don't know what we got for Jock. I think it was like a – player to be named later honestly it might have been like a low level prospect i could be wrong but and then they got solaire too and he he's out with the COVID. yeah it's crazy. and they're up and they're up to nothing yeah they're they're fun to watch and they're playing what i thought was a weird move from last night's game i don't know zach did you see it no zach didn't see it, it was at a wedding ian did you see it so they had gratterall start the ninth in a tie game Leadoff single, and then Dansby Swanson tried to bunt through the guy at a second. Dansby's at first. Next guy strikes out or flies out, something. But the runner gets a second. It's a guy on second, two outs, and they go, ah, let's bring in uh, Kenley Jensen now. First pitch, base hit slash E4. But it was like, why don't you just start the inning with Kenley Jensen if you're going to bring him in in a spot like that? Did he throw the night before? Uh, he might have given up the walk off the night before. I'm not sure. Yeah, so they might have just said, "Hey, let's try not to use him," and then if we have to, I guess I don't know. He threw the night before through one inning, but I mean, it's not right. No, it's not egregious it, to throw him there. I'm saying it's the, he threw eight pitches, like and right, it's the playoffs. Yeah. Like he, yeah, I don't know. I don't think that's it. Like you don't, you yeah. don't see like, ooh, can we get by without? Like, nah, you put out there. Not even saying Gratterall was a bad choice. I just thought it was weird. It's like, if you're going to pull him that easy, why did you? And the thing is, I feel like you took out a strikeout pitcher. Like, does Gratterall strike out a lot of guys? 
I don't know. Three mile an hour I don't know. Sinkers. I'm just like, if I'm facing him, I'm calling time and I'm saying, guys, this can't happen. This is not legal. Check him for something. He cannot be throwing 103 bowling balls. Especially with his motion. He doesn't Bro, use his lower like, half. He just slings his arm. You, it's amazing. If you watch him, you're like, all right, if he tried, he might hit 110. It looks like he's joking around, like just playing like, catch in the backyard. Even, that is not if he said if someone told me that hey this guy hit 107 I'd be like yeah I'd believe it. I'm throwing 103 at 50. percent It's it's insane. It's insane to watch. And it was I was the moves, I, the playoffs. I read an article today on Fangraphs about how starters have been going shorter in this playoffs than ever before. It's crazy. Like you got and Scherzer said some stuff after the game about how like he was tired from because he came in relief and whatever and that he didn't have like he didn't have his best bolts and you know that he was fine with being taken out but it's just like you you're watching the game and you look up and it's the fourth inning and both starters are out and you're like yeah what's going on it's it's almost like you play a whole season and then you get to the playoffs and it's whatever you did in the season unless you're the rays you're completely banging whatever you did and we're going with a new thing i was i looked after like the first couple games or wildcard games or series I looked up uh, Lester's playoff stats because I wanted to see like when because his playoff stats are crazy. Like I wanted to see how long he was going. It was like six innings, seven innings, seven innings, eight innings, five innings, six innings. Crazy. Eight innings. It's like it's it's wild. I feel like I when we were growing up, like you watch Mussina or Pettit, like those dudes were they were going. It wasn't it's like, like they were getting fight. pulled. Well, nowadays right. to win a World Series, I feel like you need five, six high leverage arms in your bullpen that could realistically be closers on a lot of teams. 100%. I feel like all these teams in their bullpen have five arms that are realistically closer type arms. Yeah. It just, 100%. it just backs my point that relievers get fucked in the postseason, and it's crazy. Yeah. No, I was just going to, I was just going to clear my name from the Kyle Schwarber slander. Oh, please. So can you tell us, can you tell the story? Yeah, yeah. So I think some Seth Kennedy at, S Kennedy 88 tweeted Call him at us. Out. Call him out. Yeah. Yeah, I will. I will. I'm not I'm not gonna not. He goes, my goddamn left fielder is a perfectly oh, fine. A GD. I, exactly. I expect ZS59 to retract his slander on an upcoming episode off the of the pod. Who says no? Well, Seth, I say no because I wasn't the one slandering Schwarber. So last night I'm enjoying I'm in celebrating my friend's wedding, blah blah blah. And I get a text from Schwarber in a in a group with Hap. So he asked me, were you talking shit about my first base kill, Shorty? And I was freaking out. I was like, there's no way I said something about Schwarber playing first base. He must, in have, he must have lost my number for that text, huh? Yeah, exactly. I know my phone, no, my phone was, I, it was on no service. I, that's what it was. Shoot, forgot about that. <laughs> so, Dakota, can you please tell Seth Kennedy? I wasn't slandering him either. Exactly. I know. That's what I, I said. said. Maybe he has the yips based on how he's flipping it to first. It looks like he does. I stand by that. It still looks like he has and the then, yips. Hey, and then when I brought this up, what did you say? You were like, you defended him. No, you did. Yeah, you defended him yeah. against me. You said, like, I, I wasn't even talking shit. I was just saying, I mean, it looks like he has the yips, by the way. No, he tried to right. flip it to first. I was like, I didn't say he was bad. Or I, we all know Schwarber. But I just he, thought it was funny. He's actually. You said, like, no, like, you realize how hard it is to play for, and stuff like that. And I was like, eh, he's just flipping a ball, though. <laughs> and Zach I stand by, I stand by my comments. The He's looked, although it doesn't always look comfortable, he's looked 
very good at first base for learning it in the last two months. Like he's been picking some tweeners. I've seen him on multiple occasions, like cross infield throws uh, from third baseman shortstop picking balls and been very, very impressed. Especially, You know, it, you know he's getting good when the infielders don't make a big deal out of it anymore. True. When like, I think Xander threw one in the dirt the other night. I saw and he that picked, one. And, yeah. And Xander was just like, Hey, had a boy Schwartz. Yep. Where like if there's somebody who makes like playing a replacement position and they're over there like, yeah, nice job. They were just like, Schwartz, nice job, man. What you're supposed to do. Great. Yeah. And you know, the, next play. there was a couple plays at the second baseman. One was he was in the outfield playing the shift and like made a long hop throw that Schwartz stayed back on, didn't try to go get it. And then another one was a double play. Yeah. That the second baseman turned and like spiked it halfway. And it was another, it was a long hop, but it was kind of like a, it's an in-between one, one you're not expecting. And he stayed back on the bag, made the play. I was like, shit, this guy's starting to feel himself at first, which I think for him is going to be awesome going into free agency because not oh, yeah. only has he slugged and had a great year offensively, he's proven that he can play left field in the big leagues. He's always has a great arm out there. And now he's proven that he can play first. So now you have a dude that's left field first DH Hey, uh, not even just playing first. He's playing first in the most important games of the year. It's not just a, hey, you're playing the Sunday day game. You're playing first base. It's no, no, no. You're you're leading off or hitting second, and you're playing first base in the playoffs. Go get yeah. it. And he's led off in the playoffs, which nixes the leadoff stuff that happened to him with the Cubbies, and he's hit the middle lineup with the Nats. So. That that is a, a very and he's playing against lefties in the playoffs and so that's it's just a very good complete picture for the Schwarbino. One hundred percent. It's awesome. The offseason, so good for him. Um, I was going to say that I I heard Pedro Martinez say this about oh Schwarb did you no nope. no nope. Pesky uh, about this postseason that. He said this is the best postseason in recent memory for him. And I have to say, I haven't watched postseason baseball much the last five or six years. I've kind of... You've been in it? Well, or as soon as we got eliminated, been like, fuck this, I'm not watching this. Yeah. I've been pretty dialed to these (gasps) games, and they've been a lot of fun to watch. I I think it helps for you that... Like Rizzo was in it, KB was in it, uh, and then you got Schwarber still going. Like you know a lot of these guys, That's and Jock is still going. I was gonna say mm-hmm. I'm way more invested in the AL than the NL because we've played these teams somewhat recently too, and it's like, hey, well, I kind of remember. I mean, there's one real reason <clears throat> you're interested in the AL games. Why? Your favorite player is the best player in the world, and he's the best player on the fucking planet. <laughs> Kike ranks unbelievable. I I went to send you a screenshot the other night. I got like 10 mentions the other night when he hit his homer. And it was just like somewhere out there, Zach is screaming. And I was just like, you're damn right. I am. I've been telling these people. Yeah. I think you've loved Kike since I've known you. Like I feel like like, that was years ago. You told me how much you loved Kike. I was just, I think honestly, (laughs) I also have this memory, obviously, of everybody does when he hit the three homers against the Cubs in 17. Wow. And I was, like, and I was wow. just like, Ian, guys. you hear that? Dude. 
he he murdered us. He ended I our mean, season. He doesn't it even was, get was, the series was over, even, but he hit three homers in that game six, and it was just he wasn't even getting regular at bats. He just comes in off the bench and hits three homers <laughs> in a playoff game. Go ahead, go get him. Yeah. Stay ready, so you don't got to get ready. That's what I'm talking. Um, yeah, he's been lights out. His I I have always really liked his swing, but he's dialed. It always feels like if he if he's on time, he's gonna hit a laser, and he's on time. I think Dakota, the like watching guys that you've played with or guys that you are invested in, that's that's pretty cool. Like even like uh, Jesse Chavez with the Braves was with us at one point. We had Maldonado with us at one point. Like we've sneaky the Cubbies have had. Uh, a bunch of different dudes, you know, that at some point or another have eh. have been with the team. So it's only it's you could put cool. all those guys on one team; it'd be a pretty good team, huh? <laughs> yeah. Man, can you imagine? Can you imagine that? Someone tweeted that like a week after they traded Javi, KB, Rizzo, they all, like, and they all hit everyone like hit a homer within like four days, and they go, "Man, like, could you imagine if all these guys ever played on the same team? How good would that team be?" That's and they awesome. had. They all had playoff homers this year too. Schwab, yeah. Schwab, Riz, Jock, and KB all KB had playoff one? homers. Did KB get one? I think so. He was three for three in that first game. I don't know if it was a. I think he did hit a homer though. I don't remember. Uh, research team might be able to tell us about that, but I think it has been a great playoffs. I don't know if it's just because I'm more locked into this one, but. It feels like there's been a lot of really good games. Obviously, the last two with the Braves have been great. Early games, the last series, the five-game series with the, the Dodgers and the Giants, like it's all been really fun to watch. Chris Bryant did hit a homer. He hit a homer in his first game in the playoffs. Also, Ian, what color bats did you send Jock? Because people were saying last night he switched to a red bat. Late in the the red bat, I was watching, and I paused the television and zoomed in, and it was KB, that was KB's <laughs> bat. Uh, we do have a very similar – that is – the bats that I use early in the year look exactly like that. So I did think for a second that he might have had one that he took from me and used it. That was not it. I, I'm pretty sure the ones that I sent him uh, were black-barreled Louisvilles. I never got to see them in person. We'll keep an eye out. We'll tell our listeners. We'll, if anyone sees it, tweet us. Yes, we need that. We need yeah. uh, to be on bat watch, jock bat watch. What's up, Compound listeners? It is producer Tom. Let's step aside for a moment and talk about today's sponsor, DraftKings. NFL fans, hungry for a big win this week? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has you covered. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and if they do, you win $200 in free bets. $200. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. It's that simple. If the sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, don't worry. DraftKings won't let you leave empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code COMPOUND. Bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and win $200, $200 in free bets if they win. If they win, you win with promo code COMPOUND this week at the DraftKings Sportsbook. 
an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Now, back to the show. I watch a lot more baseball this year than I have in the past, like playoff-wise. But I'll be honest with you, fo- football still trumps it for me. Like right now, I got the Bills-Titans game on, not the Red Sox-Astros. Bills-Titans? Dude, come on. I love football. Zach, off week well, for the boys this week, huh? Get the minds right? Yeah, it was, it was you know, very less stressful. You, know? you see uh, you see Dan Campbell's interview, Lions head coach? I didn't see the interview, but I mean, after I feel bad, the guy was crying on set last week, and then he gets their ass beat. This I mean, week. they it was horrendous to watch, and he he was asked after the game, like, "Do you think like Jared Goff needs to do more? Like, what do you think he needs to do to help?" And he like sat there and like thought about it for a second. He's like, ah, "Like, I don't want to shit on my quarterback right now." And then he's just like, "Yeah, I'd say he's probably got to take a little bit more like on his show. Like, didn't like call him out, but said like, yeah." He's playing pretty bad. I just love I, he, football, is man. He playing, is he playing poorly? I mean, because the last few weeks he hasn't been. I mean, he's he's not very good. He misses hey. a lot of throws. He just doesn't throw as many picks as, say, Zach Wilson does. Oh, but, rookie? oh whoops. No, I was just picking a name out of a hat. I didn't mean to anything. You mean the rookie with, with the win? Which one of Ian's teams the, won this weekend? Titans? You know uh, which one of my teams won is the number two ranked Cincinnati Bearcats. Uh, yeah. Since he won, hey, you see, yeah. hey, do you see him coming out of the woodworks right now, saying that his Cincy Bearcats, you sick? He fuck. probably found out this weekend. He's like, oh, Cincinnati's ranked. That's sick. He was scrolling. He was scrolling through Instagram, and Cincinnati baseball tweeted out, or uh, they put a picture up saying, "Good luck to the Bearcats out there." And he said, "Oh shit, they're playing." <laughs> I didn't know they had a football team. The Bearcats, the Bearcats are number two with a clear path to the college football playoff. Clear. Honestly, if they're number two, they probably still won't get in the college playoff. <laughs> the thing is, yeah, they're number two in AP, but like when they bring out the uh, playoff the, rankings, like it changes, man. Like, te- like the committee might I'm still saying. be like, ah, we'd rather see Bama. That's I know. Yeah, no, just, Notre Dame will get in there somehow. No, if Notre they, Dame's trash. If no, they finish undefeated, it's going to be really hard to keep them out of it. Yeah, I agree. Just because agree they've been that. there all year, it's not like they just floated up there at the end of the year. Like, oh, this team was good. It was like, no, this team has been good. Yeah. Same for like one, when, when the Spartans go undefeated this year, we'll see you in the playoff. One thing that they have against them is that they uh, they don't play a ranked team for the rest of the year. Hey, beat the teams you're supposed to beat and worry but about. Yeah, the that's the thing. You you shouldn't lose places if you're undefeated and you're ranked number two and you continue to go undefeated. It's like okay. If we're going to lose place for this, why'd you even put us here in the first place? Like, if they don't think they could be in the playoff, keep them at six the whole year and just be like, ah, you don't play enough teams. Sorry. Right. I will 100% have to go to that game if they make it in the playoff. I will be there, guaranteed, because I love football and I love the Bearcats. You're sick. You are so scummy. If they play the Spartans, will you pay to fly me out? Yeah, we'll put it on the compound tab. No, that's a real request because you have a lot more money than me, and it's very unlikely that these things happen. If it happens, I need an agreement right now on October yep. 18. Yep. That you'll fly me out for the game. Okay, fair. 
because it's suit. I'd say it's a point zero zero one percent chance. Are the Spartans undefeated still? The Spartans are undefeated, but they still haven't played anybody very good yet, and they still have to play Michigan and Penn State and Ohio State, three top ten teams. Is and it it's at, at Ohio State? State, home against Penn State, home against Michigan. I was going to say at Penn State, that could have been a zoo. It's uh, it's three top ten teams, so a lot of work to do. I love the Big Ten just beating up on each other, making sure the Bearcats stay up there at number two. Love it. There's there's like six ranked teams. There was there was five in the top ten last week. I think I know Spartans were one of them. Ian, besides Wrigley, where did you? And the where did you in the playoffs go? Did you play in LA? Played in LA, played in DC in LA, and then Wrigley. What was your what was like the was there a wow moment? Because I saw a tweet about Fenway. They said like they haven't seen this place or heard this place so loud in years. You know, it they haven't heard that place so loud in years because they haven't they haven't been to the playoffs since 18 or 19, and there was nobody there last year. I, it, I don't know. I just, I don't think that I appreciated it enough in 17 because we're coming off the world series. It was outrageously, you know, loud at Wrigley because of how excited everybody was for another chance at a playoff run. And we were really good. Um, and then we went to DC. DC was a great environment. Awesome. Big stadium packed and game five was nuts. Um, and then LA was also great, but we kind of got stomped on, but I, I, but Wrigley was like so impressive that I don't know if I ever appreciated the other stadiums. Um, because like we, I, you know, it was my first year. I was kind of just like trying not to do anything stupid. I wasn't really starting in the playoffs. And then the next couple of years, like we had the wild card game at Wrigley and then we had and there was it was kind of like a low scoring game and there was like not that much exciting happened until like right at the end so um wasn't like crazy crazy and we lost and then the playoffs in 20 there's nobody there so I can't say that I really appreciated the playoff atmosphere in 17 as much as I should have right I mean I don't know dude it's just like I couldn't imagine because when Miggy was going for his 500th at home it was pretty packed and it was so loud. Like everybody was on their feet when Miggy came up to the plate, obviously. And I was next to AJ at one point and he was like, he's like, Shorty, like you see everybody standing up. I was like, yeah, obviously Miggy's up, like whatever. And he goes, this is every single pitch in the playoffs. He's like, no matter what. He's like, this is every single pitch. Yeah. And he was, because I asked him, I was like, hey, do you sleep like after playoff games and stuff? And he was like, you are so mentally exhausted and drained just because of all the post-game stuff, all the pre-game stuff, and just every pitch during the game, you were just on edge. Like, the, especially as a manager, somebody gets on, you're like, hey, do, do we get somebody going? What do we do? Do we get the bullpen going? And it's everything has to be ready to go. I can't – yeah, I can't say that I ever had tr- – I was definitely exhausted during the playoffs, but I don't know that I ever had trouble, like, knocking out. Right. But the, the other thing in 17 – and you came to a couple games at Wrigley this year, right? Or just one? Just one, yeah. And it was, it was post-deadline? Yes. No, it was pre. It, so was, in, it was in it was in June or late May. Yeah, there's was there like thirty five thousand people yeah, there. Packed, packed. So and we all said we were like, this is absurd. Mike, dude, that was in, especially in seventeen, like coming off the play, uh, off the World Series, like that was every game, like every single game. There was thirty five to forty thousand people at Wrigley. They were 
selling out every single day. And then like, we're coming down the stretch as a first place team kind of making that run at the playoffs. Like it was, it was a playoff atmosphere every single day in August and September. Like, so like when you actually get into the playoffs, like, yeah, it's more intense. It's, you know, it's louder, but like just, you play there every day. You're just like, yes, it's just another game. So I I can't say that I was like, for sure. It was like, holy shit, this is different because Wrigley's always just right. I kind of bananas. That DC thing. I remember that game so vividly. I remember watching, I fell asleep and I literally woke up like as Bryce Harper was getting punched and I was just like, and it, it was just nuts. And especially I feel like winning on the road, obviously home is great and loud, but just like shutting a crowd up is so sick. Yeah. There was a ton of Cubs fans there too. I was going to say you got, it was basically probably a fucking home game for you guys. I remember sitting on the bench with, I can't remember who was next to, but who, you know, you're trying to get like bussy. You try to you're trying to get the boys route up, and like you're just talking shit and like making fun of stuff, and you know, going back and forth. And like the guys on the bench who aren't starting, and you're just trying to stay occupied. And just, you know, <laughs> so like they had they had the uh, whatever their like cheerleading crew is. It's just it's not like it's not like cheerleaders as you would imagine them, but it's they have like a rally crew or whatever, and they're going around yeah. and they're waving towels. And so we're like, look at these people. They don't even know when to cheer. They need people to wave towels and tell them how to cheer. It's like, <laughs> what is this? I it's remember awful. that vividly. Like, I remember us like talking shit because at Wrigley, like the fans are so smart. Like they know exactly when to be loud and not be loud. And that was, I do remember that being pretty funny about DC. That's awesome. And it's, it's honestly crazier. Football stadiums are bigger than baseball stadiums. Like imagine Dakota, a playoff game inside Ford Field, how loud that must be. Talk about an electric factory. The city of Detroit, man. Place will be indoors though. Wild. Oh yeah. I mean, Zach's domes fascinate you. I know. I I talked to a bunch of people that who was the guy that real quick, serious quiet. This is a super serious question, okay? I hope I hope you I know you know what hey, I need a serious question. Serious answer. I'm not joking around. This is real. It's not funny. What is more unbelievable to you? The fact that an airplane can fly or that a cruise ship can float. Thinking about like how, like what? Hey, 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 before you speak, don't give me an Ian businessman answer. Like, well, by physics and buoyancy. They say that this is why the buoyancy of the shit. Like, no. If you look at a plane and you're just like, holy fuck. How does this stay up? Or think about a cruise ship. Down. You're going to yeah. sink. You're going to sink, but the ship stays afloat. I can throw what? a penny. I can throw a penny into the ocean. It's going to hit the bottom floor. But if I put this huge cruise ship on the ocean, it's going to be completely fine. Riddle me that one. Uh, uh, planes for me. It's planes. No. I mean, yes. I, there's no yes. wrong answer. They're both crazy. Right. right. But I said cruise I, ships because I – like we said, like you throw a penny in there, it's sinking to the bottom of the ocean. I don't understand how planes get in the air. Nope. Like, nope. It just goes fast enough that it starts floating. It's like, <laughs> it's okay, not, we're going fast. That doesn't make now, any sense. Now we can float. Then the, uh, what is it, autopilot, when the, the pilots can just basically fall asleep and this thing's just roaming the, the air by itself? Are you kidding me? Do you ever go into the cockpit this year? No. Come on. I don't want to see that. I've, I've seen it. 
I don't want to see how the sausage is made. That's what I have. No <laughs> next year, next year, you have to ask whoever your head flight attendant is. You have to ask if you can go and spend 10 minutes in the cockpit during the flight. It's the well, most during the flight. Oh, mid flight. Oh, dude. Zach, remember we had Holden. His dad used to yeah. be a pilot. We used to play with him in. His dad told him, like, there's so much stuff that goes on, like, while you're in the air that, like, nobody knows like you have no clue about like you're sitting back there everything's fine but like they gotta deal with so much random shit like i don't want to see that if i'm sitting in there we went up and me and dunsing we're both we were both a little nervous about flying in 17 and so joy took us up to the front she was like oh yeah just fly up here for 15 minutes so we sat with the pilots in the cockpit 15 minutes watch them do their stuff like crazy that is i don't i don't need to see that I think I think it would calm your flying nerves because you just see yeah. how easy it is for them. Like they're so calm. They're just, you, they're making adjustments. They're moving, they're making the plane turn and you're just like, oof. Could you imagine though, just like the first time you're flying a commercial flight with a hundred people on there and they're like, all right, guys, training wheels off, go get them. You can't fuck this one up. It's not a simulation. This is real life. These are real life. <laughs> No chance, man. And the plane flies. It's in the air and it's flying. It's floating. And there's a hundred of us in there. I can't fly, but a hundred of us could fly. What if I drive my car fast enough? Will it start flying? What, what are we talking about here? Unbelievable. My car sinks to the bottom of the ocean, but a cruise ship. That'll Ian, stay this up. Is, Ian, this is our one group message. This is basically what goes on. Like somebody will like... You'll be walking in New York City and you look up and you're just like, how the fuck is the Empire State Building standing there like that? How? Unbelievable. That's another good one. How does a building not blow over when it's the there's a hundred mile an hour winds in Chicago? And like it wasn't like modern technologies building these things. These things have been around forever. You scrub skyscrapers. But the craziest one that'll make Zach want to end this conversation is why Wi-Fi and Bluetooth. What? I, pre- I press a button and I'm listening to music out of my car. There's no and, way. And I press it and that song comes on through those speakers. How the fuck does that make sense? <laughs> oh, you're connected to Wi-Fi. What the <laughs> fuck is Wi-Fi? <laughs> how do you like how are we talking right now? How do you make a phone call? Exactly. Like, how can I hear your voice? It makes hey, no sense. Hey, you know what, guys? I want you to make this computer, but it can fold up. Right. And you can travel with it. You don't have to plug it in or anything. And you can see other people. You can talk to people. That's my idea. Do it. 20 years ago. Do it. I dare you. The fuck? <laughs> Makes no sense. I hope people, I hope people listen enough to this episode so they can get to the back end of it to where the real conversation starts. Because this is outrageous. I just want people to I, all the people out there, I know they think of this shit daily. You're not alone. Just you're you're allowed to express it. Okay. Ask That's, questions. And, and even, even something as simple as a phone call. You I know? talk into this end of my phone and you hear it out this end of your phone my, hey. uh, hundreds, hey. hundreds miles away. What? If I, if I press the right combination of 10 digits, I can call either one of you and we can have a conversation miles away. A combination of 10 numbers. And we'll have Where's a conversation. Where's it go? And how do you I don't know. How is it instant? That's what I want to know. It's not <laughs> right. like I, I say like something and you hear it a minute later. It's instant. There's no way. I don't believe it.
And it's crazy. These things, like the iPhone came out when I was in like sixth or seventh grade. This isn't happening in 2021. This is a while ago. I don't get it. I don't get it. Telephones have been around for a long time. Tech. Yeah, but how? You don't have anything in it's just here. Oh man. I keep getting smaller and thinner. I don't understand. Like makes my brain hurt. I know. Okay, can we do screen time? Yes. Sorry. Sorry. How does this thing calculate my screen time? Well, that's an easy one. That's probably that's probably not that hard. Do you people do you think the people that created the phone just drank a bunch of parse and then they were like, I got it? Five hours and forty five yeah. minutes. Four hour or five hours ten minutes. Ooh, just up four forty nine. Okay, so you lose. Hour behind hour. us. Uh, can I give Can I give a shout out to the uh, Chicago Sky for WNBA champs? That's your team. You're from Chicago. This week he is. That's right. I forgot. This is that week he's from Chicago. It's my girls. Nice doing it. Champs. You gonna close this out, Ian? Champs. You gonna. Uh, Take us home. I thought this was a great episode. What did you think? I thought it was a great discussion. Very lively one at the end there. You know what? I thought it was great because it was brought to you by Parse Rum. We'll see you next week for episode 82. I have been talking to Ploof. He keeps dodging us, but maybe next week. Maybe next week. Zach, are you going to go down to New York and do the thing with the people? I was just going to say, yeah, if it goes to game five, I'm there. Which one? I think it's the NLDS game five. That's big time. I'd be shocked if the Dodgers get swept. (laughs) I got to do some research on the the old NL guys over there. Yeah. Make sure you bring some uh, good info with you, all right? Don't embarrass us. Of course. You know, I should bring a bottle of Parse. Bring a bottle of Parse for the boys. Bring it for me. I've I've never gotten a bottle of Parse. That's what I'm saying. There we go. That's what I'm saying. That's episode 81. Parse Rum. See you next week. Rum. Rum.